Now, I'm going to share with you today, and I don't know how it's going to come out, but before you leave today, this is what the Father spoke to my heart or the Spirit of God spoke to my heart, is I want to pray with you, especially if you're young. I don't care what age you are. I want to pray with you concerning your purpose. Some of you know your purpose. Some of you don't. And I wonder if some of you even really care. I hope to change that by way of what's coming from the Word of God in the weeks ahead. You cannot live your life just ho-hum, just whatever, okay, sirrah, sirrah, whatever may be, will be. You can't live that way anymore if you're a part of the body of Christ. If you're a member of the church, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, then you better know what you're called to do. I watched a movie the other night. I love military movies. Sir, yes, sir. Church has no idea of sir, yes, sir. Uh Uh-uh. And it's got to be that way. Why do you think we do so well with with Night to Shine? Yes, it's because, you know, we've got gifts and people that are helping organize it, but it's because we're coming together as a body with a a common goal and, and a purpose. So all the goals that we're trying to achieve relate to our purpose of Night to Shine, and God will bless that. Now, you can set goals, and there's nothing wrong with setting goals, You have to have goals. But this is what I want you to see today. You have to set your goals according to his purpose. I know, you know he loves you, but it's not about you. It's about his purpose. It's about his kingdom. It's his will. And as long as you and I resist his will by way of setting our own goals, having our own plans without consulting with the Father and the Spirit of God, then we're in trouble. And so I believe the Spirit of God wants you to see today that he he loves you, the Father loves you, and he has a plan and purpose for your life. Do you know who our next Secretary of State's going to be? You don't? Rex Tillerson, the CEO. He was CEO of ExxonMobil. Do you know that? And when Trump called him, he and his wife went to see Trump, President Trump, He basically wanted to retire from his corporate position, enjoy his life, enjoy his grandkids. And this is what his wife told him. You've been working 41 years for this time. It's a good woman. 
because she could say, I want to retire and enjoy life. Let's go on a cruise. And she says, you were basically born for this moment in history. That's purpose. That's purpose. We've got to get more focused. All, and I, I say this, you're not going to get your message today. You're getting it. I say this, we, we, we've got to focus on what each of us is called to do. And I don't care, it doesn't make any difference how old you are, you're still important to the body of Christ. And so what we, we need to make sure everybody is fulfilling their purpose individually and our purpose corporately. If you're planning on setting goals this year, make sure you discover what your purpose is and then set your goals accordingly to that purpose. My, I have two purposes in life. Number one, I'm a pastor. I'm a shepherd. And I'm a minister of the gospel. So I have to have goals for the church and goals for my life. Because that's number one. I've also been in business and in antiques for years so I can set goals. I know what my purpose is. And the problem is many of us look at other people and we're envious of what their purpose is. The big toe says, I want to be a little toe. Or the little toe says, I want to be the big toe. Focus on what you're called to do, whether you're a little toe, a middle toe, or big toe. And then just do it. Just do it. If you polish floors or you clean toilets or or you work with the children do that and do it with all your heart and do it with the right attitude because that's the purpose of God some of you are young yet and you don't know really you're kind of feeling your way remember when you were really young and you just wanted to know what you were called you have a purpose your job you went boom 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 and then you went into the city that's a good job are you happy? Yeah. God, it took a while to get you there. So every day you go to work, you need to have that mindset. I'm here. God's hand is on my life for this position in the city. If you're a worship leader, whatever your purpose is, well, I want to be Miss America. No, that's her job. You just do what you're called to do. Ron's purpose in life has been a legal eagle for many, many years. He's been a blessing to the church and a blessing to a lot of other people. That's been his purpose. So I don't know what my purpose is, preacher. <clears throat> well, then what you do is you pray. You spend time with God. You, you get through this. You feel your way through this, you know. I remember when I was young getting involved in ministry, I just did whatever I could do. And I, I took me a while, but I finally got a handle on it and was confident in what God called me to do. Amen? 
we said that God's purpose for your life <clears throat> is spiritually discerned. God's purpose for your life, you can go take all the tests you want. I went to college and, and quit college and went back to college and <clears throat> finally took a a test, a diagnostic test, a long test. It was a two-hour test to figure out what I was called to do, and we got done, and this worldly individual in the system in the University of Nebraska looked at me and said, did you ever want to be a minister? wanted to slap him. Isn't that interesting? But I found out. Before you set goals for your life, Make sure you have a good understanding of God's purpose for your life. Did you hear what I said? I've said this, and I want it to be ingrained into your thinking, into your heart. Before you set goals for your life, make sure you understand God's purpose for your life. Being a preacher, getting started wasn't smooth sailing. It was hard. It was difficult. But when you know God's hand is on you and you know you're walking to fulfill his purpose, you can get through anything. Come hell or high water, whatever storm the enemy throws your way, you can get through it as long as you're, you know you're in his plan, his purpose, and his will. God's blessings and favor. Now listen, this is, this is good. I'll leave you with this. God's blessings and favor are always linked to his plan and purpose for your life. What do you mean? I mean, if you will pursue God's purpose and cry out and say, your kingdom come, your will be done, not my will, your will be done, if you will have that mindset, and if that's the attitude of your heart, then you can expect God's blessings along the way. His favor will surround you as with a shield. He will rain down blessings from heaven, all kinds of blessings. And not all blessings are financial. There's other things as far as, you know, relationships and contacts and getting to know the right people. Our life has is, is, is been a perfect example of God's blessings and favor because as Kathy and I have pursued, not always done it right, we've made mistakes, but if, as long as we stay focused and want to do what the Father wants to do, he makes sure, he makes sure that we're taken care of. You know, she, lately she says, and I'll, I'll say something to her, and I don't even press her on it because I just know her. She'll say, things are tight right now. We have, is not within the budget. We were, I was so blessed. We had a wonderful offering last week. And I commend you folks. But the thing is, you've got to understand, see it from our viewpoint. Yes, we had a wonderful offering, but our tithes are down. And I hope you're not taking your tithe for an offering. You have to take care of the church, folks. You got to pay your tithe and you got to make sure the bills are paid. I got things I want to do and I don't like going to her and getting the look. Do you ever get that look, Martin? 
once in a while, you just know there's no use. So stand up, because I was going to do this early, then I'll have you sit down. I'm going to pray for you. How many of you want to give more this year? The thing is, some of you are getting older, and your ties, because you don't have the income you used to have, your tithe isn't as much, and it affects the church. Young people, you think you can rely, you can't always rely on the old folks make up the difference. Some of you young ones need to have an entrepreneurial spirit and start and, and seek God for a purpose on how you can make more money to help the preacher so he doesn't have to go to his wife and get the look. You ought to be glad you got a preacher's wife that gives the preacher a look. So I want to pray for you now. I'm going to pray for you this way. I'm going to pray corporately. If you want to increase your giving, increase your tithes and your offerings. If that's you, raise your hand. Okay, you can put them down. Don't just rely on your 9 to 5 job. I've learned, don't put God in a box. He can bring in all different areas. He can come through the back door, the back window, the side window. He can bring finances. I was so blessed with my my oldest boy, and I'm blessed with the young one too, but Caleb and Kaylee were in Omaha. And what was the minister? What did they need money for? The church they're building in Serbia. And he looked at Kaylee and says, we're going to give him X amount of dollars. And she said, okay. Well, what are they doing? They're obeying God and they're setting themselves up. And they're young. They're in their mid-20s. If they start their life like that now down the line, they're going to see things start to snowball as long as they're obedient in their tithes and their offerings. So, Father, today I pray in the name of Jesus, your Son, for the people of Harvest Church, even those that are not here today. Lord, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that they can't contain because they're obedient in their tithes. I'm praying for them, Lord God, for a financial increase. Whether it be promotions, increased salary, investment opportunities. I pray, Lord God, for financial order in every one of the households represented here. And Lord, I pray even for the older ones. They might not feel like they're contributing all that they used to. God, you can still do something in their life. Use them. So I call the people of Harvest Church blessed this day. The devourer is rebuked in the name of Jesus. The seed eater is rebuked. And Lord, as they tithe, I thank you that they experience phenomenal, exceedingly abundantly above all that they might ask or think. I pray as they give their offerings that it'll come back to them, Father. You'll give to them more seed to sow in the days ahead. So I call them blessed financially this day. And I thank you, Lord, they're obedient in all of their giving this year in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now.
what I want to do is I'm going to pray for you. If, if you, you don't have to come up here and pray, but I, I want to pray for you. And Kathy and I are going to believe God and stand in agreement with you. If you don't know the purpose, and you don't have to even tell me. I, that's fine. That's between you and God. If you don't know what you, you might be young. You know what you're called to do yet? Okay, relax. You're called to torment people just like your father. No. You're good at it. I want to pray for the young ones. And you might even you might even know the purpose for your life. Brian's a taxidermist. You'll always be a taxidermist. You'll be a fine taxidermist. Because you're called to be a taxidermist. That's your purpose. Go look at his his uh, business sometime and see he and Kevin's work. So you know what you're called to do. That's fine. I'll still get in agreement with you. So I want to pray for you that you will fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life this year. And if you'll start hearing things by the Spirit of God. Amen. If that's you, you want prayer, come on up. I told you last week, well, some of you didn't know that, but as I was in the bathroom, the Spirit of God spoke to me to pray more this week, and now I know why. Because today he said, pray for my people. Isn't it wonderful that you are God's people? You belong to him. Learn to rest in him. Don't try to make it happen. Learn to rest and relax and say, Lord, I I don't know yet, but I'm going to stay focused this year and seek you and spend more time in prayer. And I'm not going to leave you alone. What is that? That's an attitude. I'm not going to leave you alone, Father, till you give me specific direction concerning your plan and purpose for my life. You have not because you don't ask. Some of you know your purpose and you're entering a new door and a new phase, but continue to ask, Oh, Father, Order my steps in thy word, and let not iniquity have dominion over me. The steps of a righteous man and woman who seek God's purpose are ordered of the Lord. So let's believe God's going to order your steps this day in the name of Jesus. Amen? Say, I'm going to rest and relax. I'm going to trust him, and he's going to reveal to me His plan and purpose for my existence. Amen.